Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures, back again after a bit of a break. Um, I am Jeremy, I am the Dungeon Master, uh, uh, taking this group through a campaign set within Exandria, specifically the continent of Wild Mount, for the moment, I don't know, maybe they'll go to Tal'Dorei, maybe they'll go to, to one of the other continents, maybe they'll go to the continent that hasn't actually been established yet! And make me make shit up. Please don't do that. Um, but yes, we're going to go ahead and introduce the player. And we will start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Esker, the human rogue. And Zagreb? Hi, I'm Zagreb and I'm playing Hakim Ali, human wizard. And L. Hi, my name is L, and I'm playing Prize, the elf player. Is that right? <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, and Lilth? Hi, I'm Lilth, and I am playing Keris, the human-ish warlock. And Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin, and I'm playing Seeker, don't give me ideas, uh, the Warforged Ranger. <laughs> so, when last we left off, and this is a little bit more expansive of a recap than we've done, because it has been more than a few weeks since the last one. Um, the group of you were traveling through the Dunrock Mountains on the border of the Dwindalian Empire and the Kryn Dynasty. Uh, your mission that you had, you'd taken upon yourselves was to escort your drow companions, Quaven and Zarema, to the uh, Kryn Dynasty, where Zarema was hoping to seek refuge from her lifelong captors in the Empire, namely the Cerberus Assembly, and specifically the Martinet Ludinus Deleth, Archmage of Domestic Protections, who had taken interest in information buried in one of her past lives that he apparently believed could help them win their war against the dynasty. The plan, from her part, uh, was to have her undergo the process of amin to reconnect with those past lives. I'm sorry, I will never get that. That fun. <laughs> Anamnesis. That's the word. Say that five times fast. I dare you. Um, regardless, your journey through the mountains has been fairly eventful. Uh, you encountered a young white dragon. You encountered a group from the Lolth cultist group known as the Children of Malice. Uh, you are also being sought after by an agent of the Cerberus Assembly named Raina Jaskell, who has an uncanny and probably somewhat unnerving ability to find you and communicate through some sort of magical means. 
uh, when the last attempt to negotiate for Zarema to be returned as a, let's say, in their custody was turned down, she promised that she would see you all again soon enough. But for now, you find yourselves in a little bit of shelter going through the mountains after Hakim fell through the ice in a mountain pass and discovered an underground temple to Ayun, long abandoned by her followers. In, her, in their place, you found an undead warlock who had long since forgotten his name and had been trapped down here by his patron, an entity of trickery and deceit named Omera, who had punished him for insolence by turning him undead and then purposely forgetting him. The Deathlock attempted to entice you all to stay, after a little bit of conversation, and then tried to force you to stay. Uh, that led to a combat where you fought him and his two shadowy whites. The Deathlock fell to some hellish retribution from Karis, uh, at which point Karis saw in her mind an image of a pale-looking woman with long black hair and heard an amused sort of chuckle at this undead warlock's death. The whites then followed into death with your spells and swords soon after. That left the seemingly quite lucrative room of books and magical tools and such for you to scour over. As Hakeem was doing that, and Cameron began laying the, the undead to rest via the methods of the Raven Queen, Acaris investigated to the north and found a cavern that had curved up a little into a brightly lit room that had apparently caused the death of one of the whites that had tried to flee that way. This room was etched in sigils and relief carvings, and in the center were ten humanoids in meditation poses and simple clothing in a death-like state, sort of a suspended animation almost thing, that seemed to be stuck in the middle of a ritual of some kind, with light emerging from their chest to meet in the center like spokes in a wheel. Prize had identified it as some sort of religious ritual room to Ayun, created for a purpose, but could not figure out what. And as you all tried to figure out the mystery here, or the, the two of you, Karis and, and Prize, and Hakeem investigated the magical items, that was where we had left off. So, we will start first. Back in the room where the Deathlock was. Where Hakeem, you had cast uh, 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 Detect Magic. Detect Magic, I think? Yes. So you could look through the items. As, as a reminder of what's there, there is a mm. not insignificant amount of money that you have not yet mm. figured out how much. Um, there, are, there are several shelves, tables with, with tomes and scrolls laid out. You've looked through a little bit of that. Um, and you did get a sense that there was probably some sort of magic around here. So you finished through with your, I believe it was a ritual casting. Yes. Um, and you start looking around and you do see several things that immediately, uh, uh, hit your, hit your attention in terms of 
glowing with magic. Uh, you find a small, probably about uh, a foot across, a ball, sort of crystalline sphere. That it, that is, you can see sort of its glow underneath, like it's sort of buried underneath a bunch of a bunch of books and and scrolls and the like. Sort of brush it off. It's a little crystalline ball. Not obviously, detecting magic doesn't tell you exactly what they all do. Um, hmm. you looking else around? You see on the um on one of the shelves. It's cleared off. One of the sh- uh, bookshelf uh, shelves is cleared off, and has just a bunch of knickknacks and and things that look like they were tossed up there. You see four things up there that are glowing. There are two hmm. vials with liquid in them. There is a ring hmm. that has a a, a purplish stone in it. You're not sure what the stone is. It's not something it looks more like a crystal than a stone, really. Hmm. Um and then you see an amulet that has a black stone hmm. inside it. All of these things are glowing. Hmm. And as you sort of go ahead and roll me actually in I I will make it a perception roll. Okay. Uh, Oop. Ooh, natural 20 for 22. So with a 22, you are looking around and you see... Um, it's sort of wedged off to the side. It looks like, again, some of this stuff, a lot of the magical stuff... Looks like it had been just tossed places. In fact, all of it does. Looks like it had been tossed hmm. places. Not necessarily useful to the to to the undead warlock, maybe. Um, hmm. but there is f- sort of folded up. You you see just the slightest glow, like one of the bookshelves almost flush up against the wall. Just a little bit of space there, and you sort of look and you there there is. Some sort of it looks like a duffel bag, essentially. Uh hmm. that is glowing. You kind of have to sort of pull the push the shelf away a little bit so you can actually reach in and grab it and pull it out. Hmm. And yeah, it is it is a full size duffel bag. Hmm. So that's what you have found that is magical in that time. Okay. Plus lots of money and books and shit like that. Hmm. So meanwhile... I don't recall... Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, depending on how... I don't recall exactly how I've spent time with these things, because there's a lot of books that he wants to at least skim through and like, but... um, Trying to imagine what priority he make for identifying these things, mm-hmm. uh, not uh, checking one thing. Yeah, doesn't actually. Uh, Hakim doesn't actually have the identify spell, but okay. would, would but would like to spend the time to 
learn what these items do. Okay. So while you're doing that, um, let's go to Seeker. So you're sort of you're in this main room that where mm. where Akeem is is sort of looking this stuff, looking around this stuff. Cameron, you have just finished up your 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 rights, which don't do anything magical, but you know. It's still it's a sign of respect and it's it's it message to your to your faith and that sort of thing. Um so so Cameron is is over sort of against this northern north uh, northwestern wall uh has been performing these rites over these bodies which are all mostly charred cuz there was a lot of fire used. Um and then Hakeem has just sort of been moving around this space, uh, uh, finding all of these items. You also have Zerayman and Quaven are just sort of in the room, sort of observing. So what are you doing right now? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm probably just going to be helping to collect up any of the, you know, Stuff that we're okay. obviously going to be taking with us. So I'm just probably assisting, um, Hakeem with, mm. uh, that sort of administration side of things. Cool. Um, certainly at least the gold. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually start, start going through the going counting, through the carrying, that sort of thing. So monetarily, you guys, you have, about 800 gold, 750 copper, and about 1,500 silver. Okay, does someone want to write that down? I will. There you go. Awesome. However you guys end up, end up splitting that or whatever. So you're doing that. Uh, Cameron, you've just finished up your ritual stuff. Uh, yeah, he's he is doing the ritual stuff. He's looking quite unimpressed at down at these bones and various bits and pieces of these undead creatures. And Legit. Also just looks very mad. Um, and once he's done his thing, if nobody else is, if nobody, if nobody's doing anything like obviously interesting or wants his attention, he looks around and sees that, um, uh, I think it's Karis has gone yep, up to the, passage to the north are not in the room. and he is going to go, uh, find out what they're up to. All right. You're heading up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that brings us back to, that brings us to. That brings us to uh, a Karis and Prize. You guys are up in this room. Is there anything that you were planning on doing before in the probably few minutes before others uh, before Cameron shows up? 
Um, other than trying to work out what the hell is going on? No. That, you, you don't happen to know what these, like, runes and things are on, along the wall by any chance? I take a look. I will, I let me right see. Here. I know you guys had done some rolling on this. Oh, Quaven's actually up with you guys. Never mind. That's right. I believe I got a, a 12 on a history check. For yes, you did get a 12 on a history check. And that's where you knew... You know that this is some sort of religious ritual. Room. It's created for a very specific purpose. You're just not entirely sure what that purpose is. It's probably not too far outside the realm of probability to guess whatever weird magical lines of light coming out of these people and meeting in the center is the ritual. Hmm. I'm just thinking, oh, that might have been what that uh, religion role was for, but I guess not. The religion role was, I, I believe it was just you trying to... I believe that was actually, now that I think about it. The history in, was... Like, in my notes, it's like, oh, there's carvings along the wall. History correct. doesn't help. And then I said, probably because Price can't read. Okay. So I don't know if it is an actual language or not. Everything I just said is stuff that, that, that I communicated to you last week. Or last session. Yeah. So that is also... Last week. That you... Close enough. Um... That is all stuff that you know based off those two combinations of roles. Yep. So, yeah, my, I guess my inquiry stands and it's like I'll point out the, mm -hmm. the wall and all. Believe. Karis, I'd say you could roll actually a history roll as well. Hmm. If you did religion, you had not done history yet. Yeah, this is going to go well. I mean, there are other people, it's... one of whom is about to come up. That 13, I saw. Yeah. Let's see. Yep, yep. Minus one to history. Yay me. So. I we. I think we rolled the same, because I've got a minus two and got a 12. Yep. <laughs> so with a 13, yeah, you... It's enough. You guys don't know the religious implications, which is sort of brings the the exactly what is this purpose for? That's remaining a block for you. Um, I 
you know that these sort of temples, uh, Kara specifically, you know these sort of temples were often created as sort of a... You don't hide something like this if it's something that isn't particularly important to your deity or 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 significant or or powerful um and knowing how old of a temple this is You are, you're thinking that this is some sort of this may have been some sort of, uh, god damn it, words are hard. Yes, they are. Uh, this may have been almost more of a where it is. Again, how how old it is? You know, you guys know from some of the investigation that you've done that this is. somewhere around the divergence uh semi calamity era at least in terms of when it was made you know people have been here since but but that's around the era that it was brought up uh this probably was not a, a place that people came just as a matter of purpose. This is more of a pilgrimage kind of situation, which was a lot more common at the time, uh, particularly when there wasn't an empire that was very restrictive about which gods you could worship. Now, granted, Ayun is part of the empire's approved god list, but still. Um, and... There wasn't any kind of particularly established war lines going through this area. That's about the best that you've got at the moment. Mm -hmm. So you guys are sort of I, puzzling this out. I relay this to Prize and Craven. And that's about when you come up, Cameron. And you see this room spread out before you. It is very brightly lit. This odd, almost sort of unnerving, but also very, you know what? 
I just remembered. Roll me that one more time, Lil. Uh-huh. Because you should have advantage on this. Okay, never mind. Um, so, Cameron, you, you, you walk up in here. Like I said, it's very brightly lit, very easy. People, lights, etc. As you walk in, you feel your, your, your mind clear. And this feeling of almost sort of serenity come over it. And you are exceptionally clear headed at the moment. Whatever that means for Cam. I don't know. I think he still looks mad. Because for other reasons. Legit. But he's just... He's, he, he's, over at you. he's just sort of standing to the side, letting... Yeah. Uh, uh, Bryce and Karis and Craven do their... Whatever. Looking at this, investigating. He's just sort of... Off the, he's done. He's done what he needed to do. Now he's just watching, and this is where he's okay. hanging out to wait to see what we do next. He's just leaning against a wall, probably. Okay. Does anybody else want to do anything? Lilth wants to just step into that circle and see what happens. I'm not sure that Keris would. Fair. Um, if everyone else has sort of gone on, um, then uh, once we're done here, I will move up and join okay. them. Yeah, it takes you guys not too long. Or it takes you... Because you sort of just pile up the, the, the stuff. Akeem is sort of going in and looking at... Uh, uh, you, you, you're in the middle of, of investigating what these things are. Yeah, Seeker, you head up. Huh. Have I been in here? Was, was I in here before in when here I was here? No. Okay. <clears throat> So I'm rocking up and just <laughs> looking extremely confused. Yep. Quaven looks over at you, points at the ritual thing, says, Strange room. Ayun ritual. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me do that again. Uh, strange <laughs> room. Real ritual? I do not know. I am not a historian, I am not a, I am not, my faith knowledge is in the Luxon and not much else. I, I kind hmm. of want to try going into the center here, but I, I realize that's probably a bad idea. Least of all, because I could probably help someone who did do that and it went wrong. I, I uh, assume everyone else try, but I, I don't know how much 
you could help if something went wrong for me. I mean, what kind of, what kind of help would mean? Well, in in case like I die or like start like not being able to breathe or something, I, I I'm not sure. I I can help well, with that for you, other people. If you yes, um. I cannot prevent people from dying, but I can... Not if they die instantly, at least. I can drag people out. Well, maybe we shouldn't die. Isn't this, like, one of the, the good gods? Yes. I think so. I don't know, this is your guys' weird gods. If it's good, good, wouldn't we want it to keep happening? I suppose. I don't... I don't know what it is. Do we need something from this? That is the thing we we don't know. Don't know what that accent was. <laughs> it's okay. I like it. Keep I going. don't know what my <laughs> accent is. It happens. That is not Karis's voice. Does, maybe Hakeem, does it maybe, matter? Maybe Hakeem knows. Oh, Sahema. Uh, Seeker turns around and goes back down the corridor. Mm-hmm. Walks into the room. We need help figuring out what gestures wildly some of this nonsense is. Turns around. Goes back. Zarema will follow. Is uh, Hakim also coming? Oh, I've lost Zagrog. Uh, I can't hear them. Sorry, I was muted. Okay. Oh, there we go. That explains a lot. <laughs> that ex- that explains a lot. Yeah, that explains a lot. I don't. It's okay. I haven't been saying much. Uh, cool. I was just saying that Hakim is Hakim would eventually wander over here. Uh, with his nose, like in a book, like that he's intently reading, but does wander over into the room at least. <laughs> okay. Alrighty then. Zarema takes a look at it. Hold on a second.
<laughs> I don't okay. think we're finding out what it is. After about a couple minutes of just silently staring at Graven just like, well, okay then, and turns around and walks back into the main room. <laughs> There anything anybody would like to do? Make it anything at all. Make Hakeem Even if it's leave this area, hide anything. Hakeem's gonna give it a shot after like probably when Craven passes Hakeem by and Hakeem finally lifts his eyes from the body he was reading. Okay. Early re- a religion check? Arcana or religion? Uh, mm, good question. There is theme for me for now. Um, huh. We'll go with Arcana. Let's see. 17. All right. So, with a 17, you do recognize this. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't reckon, you're not like, oh, this is something that I've clearly heard about. You take a moment Mm. and you put it all together. Like, everybody sort of explains to you what they've seen. Blah, blah, blah. And a couple things that immediately come to you from that. These monks, or whatever they are, they're in meditative poses. They're in ascetic clothing. They're probably monks. Are clearly being held in stasis of some kind. They are still alive. They are still very lightly breathing. You're assuming they've been in here for a very, very, very long time. Um, because they were... because. I mean, they didn't just walk past the death lock and do this. And you know mm-hmm. he's been in here forever. You know that the white that tried to go into this room was blasted into nothingness. Or blasted into death. Um, So it's definitely a religious ritual. Everybody being connected like that, you put it together. First of all, it's very strong divination magic. Hmm. And you're looking over the, the, the what's written, what's carved into the walls and the glyphs and, and, and the relief carvings and the like. This is... These ten individuals, you believe, have voluntarily, I wouldn't say sacrifice, it's not quite the right term, but that implies death. At least when you're talking about religious rituals of this kind. But they have given of themselves to commit themselves here. To provide the, 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 the energy that is coming out of them and meeting in the center. Divination-wise, it feels like more of a faith thing to you. 
Mm. And this looks like a summoning circle of some kind. Hmm. Through all that, you sort of put it together. This is a this is a perpetual it's almost like perpetual motion, perpetual magic ritual. That provides a direct link to Ayun in the center. Go ahead. I mentioned Haki. Haki uh, is like muttering to himself about what he's thinking about it, and is he's going been going on with this for some time, and then then he says, "Oh, but but these people are if it's a summoning circle. What is this summoning? When it's this is a temple to Ayun, and there's a lot of Ayun's monks. Well, is it?" This is a line to Ayun? This... These monks are... committed to... a permanent... a permanent communion... with Ayun. So you're going through I don't know if the You're thinking about I don't know it if there is a way to use it more. To commune with Ayun is to speak with the goddess of knowledge. Mm. And the goddess of Everything there is to be known, essentially. And you start, you get close, you, you, you come over here, like, close to the walls over here. Start lo- reading through. Um, and you find an inscription which basically says, If you enter into communion... You can only ever do it once. Ever. You can ask one question. And you will get an answer. Ah. There is magic here that allows communion with Ayun. And... These monks have used that magic. And are, in a way, they still are using it. There was something they wanted to know so bad, or that they didn't know that how... I I imagine they knew what they were getting into, at least had an idea, but... They are either have received or are receiving and true answers to whatever great question they had that they wanted answered. Here, and he points to the in, 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 uh, like the writing that he just found. Yep. And why are they still here if they have their answer? To clarify, uh, 
they're the components that are pro that's providing yeah. the link of communion. That, that, that's what mm. me as a player knows. I'm like, I'm just trying mm. to how do I? Yeah. Hmm. Are they still doing it for someone else? Hmm. Ah, maybe it's. Hmm. Like, if we join in, do we get an answer? You are thinking Wait. yes. Good question. Perhaps yes. You don't ah, have yes, to put these... yourself in permanent stasis. Mm. That would make more sense. These ten are here to let that happen. I suppose there's a decent chance that they also have their questions answers, but that's not all of why they're here. So, so we we would now, get is... we would get stuck here though, but we would have our answer, or is it mm, like they're stuck here? So we, that we, we might could... not. They are probably stuck here, so so this so this communion can happen, and uh, and while it only happens once, can only happen once for anyone, or like for each person. They could probably go on living after receiving the answer. I'm not entirely sure, but... I mean, they're living. What do you mean living yeah. like us? Like, you would try to, like, figure out if there is this uh, specific uh, way that one is supposed to use this ritual circle. You take a few. You, you, you take me. It's going to take you a little bit of time to sort of, sort of mm. sort through all of the because it's it's not written out like simple instructions. Mm-hmm. Um. As you sort of look through it. Near as you can tell, putting 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 the arcane elements together, and this is sort of you reasoning through it. Step into the center. Step to where all the lights, all all the lines meet, converge, and you're in communion. Hmm. You are I assuming you're not going to be trapped there at that point. Hmm. Now I'm just wondering what that rock that I threw in is asking. <laughs> I not much. It's a rock. I think the line in the center where these energies connect is where the communion is but you step into that light and and you are and you will have connection to Ayun I suspect I'm not sure if there's if it's a symbol stand or if you need to 
how you actually communicate, but it certain I I would imagine it relates to that center point. Well, uh, I'm going to step in, but not into the center. Just okay. into, just into the circle. You step into the circle. Nothing happens. Okay, so that at least that didn't kill me. I don't know what I would want to ask, so I won't go further in. I, I just wanted to check that in case anyone else wanted to do something. Craven has popped back up. What was that about dying? It's not about dying. These monks seem to have uh, committed themselves to creating a permanent connection to Ayun. I just the know that I goddess of knowledge. I just know that I distinctly heard Pride say something about dying. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was was wondering if, like, not doing the ritual properly might kill me, so I wanted to test it. Uh, but if you have something that you want to ask a god about and get, like, the right answer guaranteed, then you can do it. A brief pause. About a couple seconds. Hakim is looking at uh, uh, center for a moment and is uh, is uh, and is about to start stepping towards it. Zarema just steps up. She's like, "Fuck it, somebody might as well." Yeah. Before mm-hmm. Quaven yeah. can stop her, because mm-hmm. that's a key. Yeah. <laughs> she just walks right into the center. You see her hit the center. You see. She, her skin sort of bursts in light and becomes incandescent in of itself. And it's just a quick flash. And then it's, and then it's gone. And she sort of stumbles back. Mm. Blinks a couple of times. And get sort of a she's a little bit shell shocked she looks like, but uh, she she doesn't seem to be wounded or 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 hurt anything like that, and sort of unsteadily sort of walks out of the walks out of the circle well, it works. And say that. What does that mean? (laughs) It means you can ask a god anything, and you'll get a true answer, and and you'll just know what you wanted to know. I guess. Did, Did you? Did you ask it? Yes. I asked a question. And I got an answer. Hmm. Hmm. 
And she's one of the good gods, so it's not going to be too bad, I don't think. No, no, it was it was fine. Like it's a little disconcerting here talking to a god. Uh, but, and I'm not going to say that it's necessarily great, it's like, you ask a question, it's information you're not going to want to know, I would assume, would assume, that it certainly didn't seem like a lie to me. I'm just trying to work out what question Karis would ask. I'm mostly wondering the meta question of how how an in-character question is posed in this situation, because it might be because the information might be more interesting if it. It's a good question of whether it wants to be public to all so... the players, for example. I would prefer they be asked publicly so I don't have to say, okay, hmm. now everybody mute. Now yeah. Now you. Now everybody mute, et, et cetera. Yep that, yep, that makes sense. And we can just uh, meta-selectively ignore Yes, what we exactly. Do. Yeah. Yep, I'm okay with this. That's <laughs> how I like to do things. Yep. Okay. Hakeem is going <laughs> Okay. So you step into the circle, you step in the middle, and for you, for everybody else, you see the exact same thing that, that you saw with Sarema. Hakeem, you step in the circle, and there is a there is a white flash of light. You go blind for just an instant, and then you find yourself... In sort of a, it's not really a space so much as you're seeing, but you're not seeing, there, there's not really anything to see. And you get the sense that you're very much not seen with your eyes. Hmm. And you don't see anybody there, but you do feel a... Very calm, very, it would be overpowering if there was any sense of, um, any sense of real emotion at all towards you. It's more simply a calm, vast presence. That is there, uh, uh, vaguely feminine. Uh, that is there waiting. Hmm. Uh, Hakim simply uh, expresses How do I learn to create golems of inorganic matter? So, you get. 
There's a brief pause. For a second, you're... It's just long enough that you're like... Mm -hmm. Did she hear me? Does she... Is she... Is that not... Is that too... Too... (laughs) Like, pat of a question? Like, Mm -hmm. did I do this wrong? And then... You feel... Your consciousness... Just... Shoot off in a direction. Mm-hmm. And it moves specifically out of this cavern. And it's moving eastward. And you see it move through the mountains quicker than you can really register what's go- what, what's moving by you. You see you're moving through very briefly for like half a second. You're moving through a ridiculous amount of forest land and swamp land. Um, uh, marshes really, uh, through grasslands, through some battle, and as it starts to slow down, you see yourself zooming in on a city in the middle of this more or less wasteland, and this city has, shut up, Siri, this city has, um, uh, it's shrouded in, in in although as you're moving closer to it it's it's like middle of the day hmm. the city itself is shrouded in night and you get closer and at this point it starts being like zoom in zoom in zoom like two times four times eight times that level of like hmm. magnification and you move into this building. You you move past individuals. You see a, a, a whole lot of drow. You see a whole lot of um, uh, 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 half orcs, tieflings, some humans, some some, for lack of a better way to put it, surface elves. Um. Even though drow kind of are surface elves anyways. Um, and you move into the, the, this this large building. And then you move in there. Sort of zoom around like sort of Sam Raimi POV style. Um, and you find there. It, it eventually comes to halt. On a book. Very deep within on. the library. That is, and you just get an answer. You don't even, you don't have to question. It. Like, if you're, mm-hmm. if you would had just walked up to it, you might not recognize what it is immediately. Mm-hmm. With the assistance of grace that you have, this is a manual of the golems. Mm. I, so I know a particular, I know a library within this city, and it points to me to this room and the shelf, Correct. and the position of the book in that shelf. Yep. And you're there just long enough to see it, and then mm. you get yoinked back, mm. and you stagger your way out of the out of the middle. Yeah. Answer. 
It works. I mean, you you don't have to tell us what you asked for. I I guess that would, that would be sorry. I don't. I did not hear Zeremas anything of what Zerema asked. And I assume you did not hear any of mine. Mm, no. For for you guys, for for you, Hakeem, that took probably about two or three minutes. For mm. everybody else, he walked in, he flashed, there was like, he stumbled out. It was just that quick. Zarema says, I will be happy to share the, share it because I think it is relevant. I just need a moment because it's kind of a lot to come to terms with. Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't like, trying to ask that. That's no, no, personal. you're fine. You're fine. I'm, like I said, if I wasn't comfortable, I would just say that. But in this case, I am I'm comfortable sharing because I think it's important. I just need a minute. I might be willing to share what I learned if I thought it was important. I do not think it is important to anyone but me. That's fair. So yeah, Hakeem steps out of the circle. Mm -hmm. Goes said. back to where he... It, I, I, I'm wondering whether he... I think he would have left his book to where he had been standing when he stepped towards the center. He goes back to where the book is and picks it up but doesn't open it. Fair enough. Not, not for now, anyway. The room is like, is anybody else going to? I mean, you don't have to. You don't even have to now. Like, we know where this place is. I mean, I, we could also use a bit of a rest and everything, and I guess it's safer now? Oh, that's right. I, I forgot. You also got a long rest, Agro. I have oh, a question. Okay. <laughs> Neat. Yes. I, huh, that's interesting. Yes, Seeker's going to go and stand in the circle. Oh, okay. Oh. Yep. You step in the circle. Like... One sec. No worries. It's the problem with the uh, wireless headsets. They need battery. Legit. Um, so he steps into the circle. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, the same just... experience. You get that sense of... And it might be interesting. Like, I don't know if Seeker... Thinks that they have a soul or not? I'm not but sure Seeker's you, ever asked. Yeah, I, I don't know if Seeker's even ever considered that. But you realize you're not, because I think Seeker, I think, is a little bit more in touch with the idea of corporealness. I may be wrong about this. Mm. Than than organic. No, that tracks. You are very aware of the fact you're not in your body currently. 
Like, I want to just a brief, like, inside of Seeker's head. Yes. <laughs> Seeker's like, if I'm not in my body, how do I get back out of the circle? <laughs> Don't worry, I will help mm. with that. <laughs> oh, that, just that, that and, then, and then goes to ask the question, and yep. it's like, where or how and I find more of me. There's actually a brief pause. And we can probably we can probably come back to that later at some point if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is not me not knowing. No, I know, it just it's dramatically interesting. Yes. <laughs> this is Ayun being taken aback by that notion. Which is strange <laughs> for Ayun. Uh, that's what you want. That's what you want when you meet a D&D god. You want to really confuse them on a metaphysical <laughs> put level. Them do- put them on their heels for a moment. <laughs> um... Uh... And you you feel a hand on your shoulder. There's no you get. It's not like there's a presence behind you. The presence is all around you, but you feel a hand on your shoulder and sort of turn you, and you see. A frozen, um, just a frozen area, like, 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 absolutely, like, wintry, definitely somewhere, no, you can actually feel it. Wherever you are, you are somewhere incredibly cold. And looking out over the, um, over this sort of tundra, you see sort of far away a bit, um, a solitary figure moving through the snow. And it's, it, it it's a clear day today, wherever this is. So they're not moving through a blizzard or anything like that. And you're sort of pushed forward a little bit, and you just zoom forward. And you see another individual similar to you. They are dressed in furs, but it looks like more for other people's sake than their own. Like, you don't necessarily get super cold and die of exposure. Mechanically, you kind of do, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so it, 
It looks like it's more to like sort of normalize their appearance than anything else because it is like you would expect from winter gear in the middle of the Antarctic equivalent. Pretty all-encompassing, but you can tell through the body shape, and you just sort of instinctually know whether this is because I even told you, or because like recognizes like, this is this is not an organic being. Um, and you follow them as they, they, they move through the tundra. And this takes, in your mind, in, in, in your experience, this takes a couple of hours of following them. Um, and they eventually come to a small structure, sort of off in the middle of nowhere, step inside, take all of their, take all of the, all of the, the, the furs and cold weather stuff off, and they're very similar looking to you. Um, they're there with... There are a couple people inside, uh, organics. Um, and one of them, you recognize. You recognize from your past. And that's where you realize you're not looking at right now. You're looking at, this is maybe 30, 40 years ago based off of, based off of, what you know and age. Like how how long this person is probably age. And if you remember when you would one of the few things that you remember from pre when your memory started again was a gnome. And somebody who I think you had credited as your maker, probably, if I remember correctly. Probably. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while, yes. Um, cause you had just had sort of these flashes of, of, uh, of experiences, and you remember this, this, this gnome who, who was sort of taking care of you. There was also an, an older man, human who seemed to be that person's superior um and it seemed to be like you he was at least here I think your assumption was at that time was he was making you for this other person and then for whatever reason that didn't happen you see a much younger version of this gnome um and they engage in conversation uh, they seem to be the, the, the other Warforged and, and this gnome. Uh, very, very cordial, very, very, very friendly camaraderie. These are, these are friends. Um, and you get just a little bit of that conversation. And then you feel yourself sort of tugged back away. As you're getting pulled out, you do get similar to sort of, sort of what Hakeem got. A 
direction or you get you get sort of an overview of landscape and this is somewhere in the far north uh a west of where you guys are now northwest but you know what i mean um on a large island area that if you ever get a chance to see a map you could easily place Huh. Okay. And then you stumble out of the circle. How how long was I in there? You like went Mm, in and went out. a, A moment like everyone else. Well, that's confusing. Zorinus is... It's a god. I don't think time and space mean much to it. Her. Sorry. Her. Oh, good. More things for me to wrap my head around. Gods don't obey the laws of our universe. Cool. <sighs> well, it's not exactly common to uh, be the, in the, such direct contact with such a being. No, we. In fact, that's kind of specifically the whole. This point is of a miracle. This. Yeah, that's the whole point of the divine gate. Is we don't they they, they can't come here. We. Don't go there until we die. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure the Changebringer could probably do it if she wanted to. Well, they could. That's 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 sort of the thing. And that's they could bring down the Divine Gate. But if they do that. It allows all the betrayer gods and all of the bad end of the world as well. Yeah. And it doesn't allow, we're no longer, at least this is what I've been told. This is, this is the, 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 the way it's been, been taught at least. If that happens, we're less in control of our own futures. Because there's literally gods walking the earth. There's enough concern already over powerful mages being allowed to do whatever they wish. Yeah. Like the last time they were here, supposedly... Literally, they call it the Calamity. And the whole civilizations were wiped out. So, yeah. She probably could. But she knows what that would entail.
Keris, looking conflicted, steps into the circle. Okay. You step in. Quick flash of light. And you are in this space. And you feel this enveloping presence. Just waiting. Uh, she kind of looks around and just goes, I have so many questions, but you the get a hint. one is... You get a brief hint of a sense of almost gentle amusement at that. Like... Yeah, that's not surprising. Not specifically at you, just in general. Yeah. I think the important one is... How do I stop injuring or trying to injure my friends when I am badly injured? How do I stop that instinct? Can I stop that instinct? You... Out of character, she is prepared for a negative answer that she can't. <laughs> yeah. You actually get a figure appear in front of you. Um, just a second here. Um, you see an older woman appear in front of you. She has dark olive skin, um, long, sort of wavy kind of silver hair, uh, almond eyes, uh, a purple, wearing these blue and white robes that have a sort of iridescent design on the sleeve um and there is just a sense of infinite wisdom infinite omniscience really um And she says, walk with me for a minute. Um, Turns and Karis starts to looks, walk. Karis looks rather taken aback, but does turn and staying a respectful step behind what she assumes is the goddess. Mm -hmm. Follows. 
there's a brief moment of there, there's just the slightest pause, and then you just sort of get moved up next. It's hard for me to talk to somebody behind me. Uh, sorry. You ask a question that is <coughs> difficult for me to answer in the way I normally do. Because it's not straightforward. Is there some act you can do slay your maker or find an item some magical ability trinket that will prevent Probably not. I'm sure there are items that could help. But that doesn't really... That's, that, that's not really what you're looking for. You're look, I don't think. Because that's just relying on something else that can fail. There is um, a way. She shakes her head in agreement. And it's simply... Continue to fight it. She sighs. And kind of, I thought as much, but thank you. By the same token, don't, how to put this, I... I'm not necessarily a fan of let's just say people who make think make what you are but that's not your fault It might be a little easier for you to resist it if you stop being afraid of it. That, I think, is your challenge. Uh... She kind of looks a bit surprised and then just nods. 
I will try. I will try. Good enough. And she reaches out and taps you right in the center of the forehead, and you stumble out. Kind of shakes herself, looks around, and then just walks back down to the other room. Yep. Probably having received a long rest, right? Yes. Everybody who's gone through this has received a long rest. I don't know if it does anything, but it happens. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I get some spells back. Yeah. She she finds a corner and does her sit and brood thing. Yep. Zrema looks looks at between Prize, Cameron, and Quaven. That is good. You guys going, or are we just going to go rest for now? I, I'm, I'm, I'm not smart enough to think of something. Doesn't have to be a smart answer or question. Well, you only get one. You only get one, and, well, you don't have to do it now. You certainly don't have to do it now. We know where this place is. We can come back if you ever want to ask. Zika, while while, uh, Prize is making a decision, Zika actually walks up to like where the monks, or what's left of them, is. Like, leans down to one and just says, Thank you. It does not. Re- they do not respond. Yeah, I figured. But yeah, Quaven sighs like, "Fine, I will walk in and see." And walks in, stumbles out. Hmm. Oh no, that one didn't work. You turned into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he seems less than pleased. But he shakes it off and heads back into the main room. Mm. I think Hakim takes off after him and actually says to uh, Craven, uh... I know such an answer is not always pleasant, but I hope you feel it was worth asking, at least. Oh, it was worth asking. (laughs) Sorry. Hmm. It was worth asking. Nods. (laughs) I am simply less than pleased with the answer, and I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, whether if Cameron or Prize want to ask, if they don't, that's cool. Eventually, you guys mend up in the main room. Yeah, I think Cameron Cameron just walks out. I'm just I'm just gonna hold on to it. I think. Okay. Yeah. 
and for it came to try and identify the I mean the potions you can identify there's those are the easiest yeah. thing in the world to identify De uh take a take a take a drop <coughs> put it on your tongue mhm mm that's a pretty established way mhm mm yep so your potions you have a potion of speed hmm and a potion of resistance to radiant damage huh the other things i will let you roll an arcana roll Okay. Uh, is it a uh, one for one basis? One or... for one, yep. Okay, I'll start with the bag. Uh, boop. Ten. So the bag you're not sure about. Mm-hmm. It is... Like, you take it, you look at it, it's definitely... It's a container of some kind. Hmm. Not sure what it does. Fair. I think Hakim would have made a point about uh, showing everyone that these are magical items. Right. You may help help me identify these if you wish. <laughs> Actually, yes. Somebody can help um, if anybody does. If not, Zorama will. So you can get advantage. Um, yeah. I'm also going to cast Guidance. Guidance will also okay. help too. So that's a day four. Is there a specific person helping me with this? Zarema is going to help you with it. Okay. Another roll then. Let's yep. see the Guidance. with a plus one, or with plus one D4. 22. 22. Hey, look, it's a duffel bag of holding. Yay. All right, uh, the or crystal orb is next. Yep, go for it. Uh, is it I assume I'm gonna assume yeah, it's the same role, so I take advantage, and, and, advantage and guidance. Ooh, natural twenty. So uh, you're actually 27. familiar with this, with these items. This is a drift globe. Huh? Huh? Which would be useful. Since a lot of you can't see in the dark. Hmm. So yeah, you have that, that, you... So you have uh, now... There's the ring. The amulet and the ring. And yeah, I'll take the ring next. Okay. Um, oof. Oh, that's less good. Ten. Ten. <laughs> so... Hold on a second. I need to check one thing here. Um, there we go. There's the thing that I was looking for. Um, you know it's divination magic. Beyond that, you're not sure. Obviously, <laughs> if somebody attunes to it, they can figure out. And this does require attunement. But 
you don't know beyond that. So yeah, and then... Hmm. There's the amulet. Yep. Okay. 21. So this is, you recognize this. This is an item known as a dark shard amulet. Ah. Dark shard amulets are very useful mostly for, well, specifically and only for warlocks. Mm. Um, big surprise! The undead warlock had something that was useful to warlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... You know, it is... Uh, what's, what's contained within the amulet is a shard of something from the realm where the patron existed. Hmm. In this case, you're able to identify that as the, essentially the negative energy plane. Hmm. Uh, if a warlock attunes to it, they can use the amulet as their spellcasting focus. And you can try to cast a cantrip you don't know. Hmm. Well, he was serious. Oh, carries. I think I think you could use this if you want. I I just think that you're the only one who can. Uh. <coughs> uh. She kind of looks up as if she is was not listening in the slightest. Yep. Huh. What? <laughs> he what steps a bit clo closer with the amulet. This is, I believe, the kind of magic you use is similar to that of, well, the poor fellow we had to fight. She nods. And this, I, I'm not intimately familiar with that magic, but I can tell that this can help with it in some way. Thank you. Yeah. Again, none of the rest of us use that use magic that way. So. Um. She reaches okay. out and. Yep. Accept it. Mm. So yeah, if you if you attune to it, oh. like I said, you can mm -hmm. use that as a spell cast and focus. Yep. And once per long rest, you can try to cast a cantrip you don't know. It has to be on the warlock spell list. You make mm -hmm. a DC ten Arcana check. If the check succeeds, you cast the spell. If it doesn't. The action you use to cast is wasted. Mm -hmm. Ta da! <laughs> so you got that. You're all moderately more well off, depending on how you split money. 
Yeah, that's and a you good have a whole bunch of buffs. Split. Oh yeah, he's that's next on Kim's yep. agenda. <laughs> and a bag to keep them in. And a bag to keep it all in. Yeah, yeah. So what's the ring? The uh, Hakeem was not able to figure it out. Mm. Oh right, okay. Somebody can do a tune to it and find out. It's my favorite way to figure out what a magical item is. Do we have any I, other ways? What's this? Oh, it's not. a <laughs> it's a cursed berserker axe. Sweet. <laughs> I already did I've that I've seen previous. a character die when it's tuning to a magic item. <laughs> I'm not going to give you something that kills you yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. You're still fifth Zircrax level. I usually Zircrax like to work doesn't kill you, it kills your friends. <laughs> I mean, it can kill you too. He <laughs> rage and don't... Aren't equipped to rage. Mmm... But yes. <coughs> so okay, guys we'll can... figure that out. Yep. Yeah, Hakeem actually t- takes the uh, bag for himself to carry and pro- is probably going to place some of the books that he... He, likes. saves some of the books for later by placing them in the bag. Cool. You can uh, honestly... Some he's obviously going prob- to look into now. You can honestly probably put the majority of the library... Along with the and money and everything will. else in. Probably will. I am fair. As a heads up, you guys didn't have a bag of holding in the last game, I don't think. I am pretty permissive with bags of holding. I don't know if you're like, how much weight do you have in there? 79 mm. pounds? Oh, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> 460 pounds? Too bad. Mm. Uh, sorry, I can't. Um, there wouldn't be any, like, uh, gems or anything in there, would there? Uh, put there? There are... Hold on just a second. Let me grab my little thing that I had of treasure. It just, it, it just in, in the bag, in the bottom of it. Oh, good point. Would probably try and... Try and scour if the bag was, in fact, in fact empty. Oh, oh okay, so you're going to turn it out? Mm, yeah. So you turn it out, and you do get some things that jump that 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 fall out of it. Um, there are there are actually some gems. I wonder if my detect magic is still up. Uh at this point, probably not. Okay. Because yeah, the well, amount of time it's taking you to examine each item and things. Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> we're gonna rest. You could just cast it. Also, that yeah, yeah, I'll get to it, but not right away. So you get there are a few gems that pop out. There is one that there is one that could be used for revivify if you needed. Hmm. Um, there's also there's an emerald in there. There is beyond beyond that one, like there's a the one useful spell component one. And then there's probably another about 150 gold worth of worth of assorted gems. Hmm. Um, there is some how to put this. 
it looks like the Deathlock was using it to store a lot of his spell components. So there are just random spell component nonsense yeah. that falls to the ground. Um, uh, and in, he in was a also... variety of delightful conditions, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, fair enough. See, that's the thing. That's the thing with Bag of Holding. It's not going to keep stuff cold or anything like that. But it is put in an extra-dimensional space. There's no air it, there. There's no air in, in there. So it'll preserve stuff pretty well. Which is probably a good thing. Because several bodies also pop out of it. Mmm. Huh. I wish I was surprised, but I'm not. And by a lot, I mean like ten. Yeah. They all look like former adventurers, probably the previous use. Mm. Probably where some of these magical items came from. Mm. Maybe even where the bag came from. <laughs> uh, Pre-looted, I assume. Uh, they've already bet. Yeah, everything of value had mm. been stripped off of them and already added to yeah. the Deathlock's horn. Uh, this is. They're obviously not putting these back in the bag. Uh, ca Cameron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you might you might want to do something with these. They're all right. He will drag them off probably somewhere else. Quaven will help probably you have with some it. help. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not where the um the the deathlock is. Yeah, uh, maybe with those other bodies around the corner wherever mm. they were. And uh, you know, there's not much to do. Unfortunately, I, I this looks like a cavern. There's probably not a lot of loose. You can't really bury. Nope. So it's just sort of pile them up, lay I them guess, out, and lay yeah. them respectfully. Yep. Do your prayers I, over them, and that'll be it. Just as a, um, for my own reminder's sake, was there, a, like, area where it felt pres uh, pres uh, preserving, or is it just the entire area? Say that? Um... Like, it, was it in, like, one local zone, basically? You're talking about the, um... The bodies being in stasis. Uh, and, like, just, yeah, because all the library and everything, apparently, there was that, um, that feeling of preservation and yes. stillness. Yes. That, like, is that the entire sort of, cavern, or just that sort of local that's area? That's pretty much the entire cavern. Like, you get the idea that, well, nothing's probably going to preserve quite as well as the bodies that are still, the, the, the monks that are still, I mean, technically, still alive. Um, nothing's going to hold as well as them. This place, because you remember, if you, if you guys remember when you guys were, first fell in and climbed up in one direction you had seen some bodies that were still in incredibly good shape. 
So yeah, these things probably aren't going to decay, which at least is good in that they're not going to befoul anything. Hmm. So yeah. You guys soon finally settle down. If anybody has anything else they want to do. Uh, once we're sort of settled, I would like to talk to Karis. Okay. I will approach Karis and sit down and I'll be wishy we're sort of, I don't know, eating or whatever we're doing. Yep. And you're like, talking to a god, huh? Yep. She uh, appeared to me. I don't know if she did to the others. Um, what was your? How did how did Karis look when you after the after that? Did she look like disappointed or or happy or whatever the like as best Cameron could tell? Uh, shocked, thoughtful, a bit withdrawn. Uh, is it good? A good answer? Uh, it depends what you class as good. It was an answer. I kind of expected it. How am I supposed to accept what I am? I don't. Do you mind if I ask what you asked? I asked how um, how I stop trying to hurt my friends. What did she say? That I have to accept what I am. And keep trying. No, no suggestion of a cure, then. Nope. Unfortunately, not. Just yeah, he he he's now looking kind of thoughtful and down as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, couldn't think of it worth asking a god. Did you have any more questions? I can ask on your behalf. I've apparently got one, and as and you know, Zerma says we know where this is and we can come back, but it's the middle of the mountain. We're not. This place was frozen over. Chances are, by the time we get, if we ever came back, it would we'd have lost it anyway. I'm just saying, at some point, you guys will be a high enough level that you can like fucking 
teleport. I'm a ranger. Yeah, right? <laughs> you guys will find this place if you really want to. I'm sorry, Jeremy, it's just not likely to be able to reach here from the continent we haven't discovered and are going to, co- going to conquer <laughs> okay. and settle and, and make you invent yeah, exactly. that we're planning on traveling to after we're finished here. It's just not going <laughs> to... We're not likely to get back. Fuck you all. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's like any... You want me to ask her something else? Or I'll just hang on. Thank you. Uh, I have lots of questions, but none Ah. of them will have answers. We'll just have to figure it out the normal way. But thank you for the offer. Do you not have questions of your own? When you met me, I was just making my way across. I've forgotten the name of the place. Um, the shore. No, I was, um, Alexandria. Yes, sure. Of course, Alexandria. <clears throat> Don't really have a, a goal. I didn't really have a goal in mind, and I or much of a purpose. And I, no, not really. There's thing. Things are as they are. We are on. We are all. Make our way, our our beginnings to to our end, and you don't really get much choice in how a lot of that. Go- I mean, we 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 choose our way through that, but we don't. Um, I don't sort of trails off. No, not really. I maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll yeah maybe I will hang on to that maybe I'll have a find a find a question worth asking at some point she kind of nods sympathetically to be honest, I'd rather be like you and have no questions. No, maybe that's a good thing, but get to here. But the road here was not a pleasant one, anyway. Though I feel like Cameron just talked himself into an existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of how it's I a track, weird. It's a it's sort of how I track that conversation or that that monologue going <laughs> a little bit. I loved it, I'm just saying. <laughs> and he goes back to eating his food. Go. Cool. Yeah. yeah, barring anything else, you guys... Assume, I, I, I assume at least take a long rest for those who did not get a long rest. 
So they can. So they don't start getting exhaustion levels. Although, how good? Look, I know you like taking on exhaustion levels for fun. <laughs> but yeah. So you guys do your watches, or if you do watches. Quaven's doing watch whether you guys are doing watches or not. Me hmm. too. Yeah, I'll do my normal Like, watch. this seems like a pretty safe place at this point, but still. Yeah. I'll take my usual. Yep. Cameron and Karis, Hakeem and Prize. At least this was the mm. last watch as I recorded, the, as I wrote them down. Cameron mm. and Karis, Hakeem and Prize, Quaven and Zarema, and then Seekers with all of them. Yep. If I recall correctly, uh, Hakeem was on the morning shift. That's how I recall that it. That probably being the fits. Last one. That probably fits. Um. So, I assume that your guys' conversation, uh, Karis and Cameron's probably happened on your guys' watch. Hmm. Uh, Seeker. Yeah. You are awake for, you know, you're, you're alert for all of these. All of these watches. Mm -hmm. So you are there for a conversation between Quaven and Zarema. I'm not going to back and forth it. Okay. But they essentially. Quaven, which is a change in their dynamic, Quaven takes up the takes the initiative and asks Zarema what she asked. Usually with their dynamic, obviously, Quaven is the more I don't want to say Passive. subservient, but yeah. Passive. He is you are my you are the person I am protecting. <clears throat> you are in charge. Except for when it comes to you doing stupid shit that puts you in risk. Mm. Um, but yeah, he asks her what what she asked. She counter-asks before saying and Quaven answers. Um, he tells her that he asked what the Bright Queen's plans for Zarema were. I don't know if Seeker probably doesn't know what who the Bright Queen would be. Nope. Um, so you don't get any additional context on that. Uh, but Quaven says that he saw visions that the Bright Queen wants to use use Zarema but not in the same way that the Assembly did. They want to use the information that she has to end the war 
and put a stop to the children of the malice. He doesn't know how that how that would be the case. But it still troubles him because he's currently trying to take her away, rescue her from people that use her. And this is actually probably where you get a little bit of insight. Um, and he trusts in the Bright Queen. She is her, she is, she is his regent. But that's still troubling to him. Zarema then says, informs him what what her information. And to be clear, they they know that you're they they know that you're alert. They're not like <laughs> <laughs> they're not like trying to share secret information. So Zarema actually a little bit more than Quaven probably addresses you both. Uh, and she says, I asked why I'm so important. Why, what is my significance in all this? And I got kind of what you got as well, Craven. That both sides want to use me to end the war. Although I think it's more than that, at least from the dynasty's side i got us i did get a sense of like there's home there and that means something to me i think i i think one of my past lives knows of a weapon of some kind something that can be used as a weapon at the very least I don't know what it is, because I, I wouldn't tell me that, or couldn't tell me that. I don't know. But whatever is in my past is something that can at least be used as a weapon, if it's not a weapon in and of itself. <laughs> Quaven clearly looks like he wants to ask some questions, but doesn't. And Zarema just sort of settles back, like, I think I have a lot of thinking to do at this point. I mean, my response is basically just that I continue to sit right. quietly and... Uh, in in the, the internal monologue of Seeker is just like, who are all these people? <laughs> why 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 all the war? Why what what is the obsession with war? What I don't I don't like it. Seeker asks the big questions, <laughs> and he he'll continue to think about that. Yep. for the rest of that watch. So yeah, that watch happens. Third watch is Hakeem and Prize. Anything you guys wanted want to discuss, talk about, try to murder someone. 
go back and set fire to all the monks so no one can ever ask a question again. I don't suggest that it won't go well for you. <laughs> imagine trying stop to... Giving, stop giving L ideas. I'm just saying, imagine walking up to a god trying to take their phone and smash it on the ground. How well is that going to go for you? You're not making it less likely to happen. I understand this. But listen. I mean, listen. Look, they've, they've been in a cave for a while. Their clothes are probably very dry. <laughs> listen. If L like, said with absolutely no reproach whatsoever, but if L wants to blow up a campaign, they have every ability to do so because they know all of the tactics to do it, and we know they're willing to do it. <laughs> anyway. A every session that it doesn't happen, I feel like I'm doing a good job. Because Alan <laughs> not decided to destroy the campaign. Mm. And I appreciate... You far too much credit. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that the campaign continues, and I appreciate that you enjoy throwing monkey wrenches into stuff. Uh, the, that's an obsolete design. They stopped using it about 75. It's more just a generic uh, Stilson's now. Fair. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> you said the wrong words. <laughs> Hardware shit. Okay. Um, who's next? This is Hakeem and Seeker. Or Hakeem right. and, and, and Prize and Seeker. Oh, right, so it's just us, then? Yep. Hmm. Okay. If y'all want to talk. Hmm. But that, how did you know about the, the ritual? How do you mean? Like the, the stuff on the walls. Hmm, I think... Hmm. I think it was just, uh, some of it is, like, making assumptions on co uh, based on context, I guess, but I don't know if the language was that far removed from, like, contemporary stuff. I obviously don't fully understand all the, everything that's recorded there. It it was a wall. It couldn't talk to you. It, did it talk to you? Huh? Did what talk to me? The, the, the wall. No. It was, it was just written, uh, written word, so to speak. That I was oh. interpreting. It didn't actually, I wouldn't say it spoke to me. Because I tried it and it didn't speak to me. That's why I was wondering how you knew. Hmm. So you can read that? Hmm. Again, I'm not sure. That that seems a Short answer strong yes, way to put it. Read it. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I do. It's not as it's not quite the same language that 
is written these days, but what do you, what do you mean? Different? Um. Hmm. How do I put this? It's some of the characters are maybe written slightly different, or or they might use slightly different words to mean like they might have different uh, cultural words. They might like express things a little different. Like a play where there's like different what? Hmm? Like a play where there's like different characters? Um. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a, for example, uh, in a play, the uh, a play is set in different places or times. Uh, like they, they're about. They talk about different stuff. They might be. They might be about the same thing. In some way, but they use different words for it. Okay. Well, something, something to the effect of uh, rather than saying, uh, say, rather than say warning, it might say danger here, or rather than, uh, or or like. Forward might mean uh, might be expressed as down this road and stuff I, like that. I think I think I get it. I I, I'm, I don't know. I've never read before. Hmm. I suppose there's a lot of people who, uh, uh, like you that don't write or read. I guess at least it's not just me, then. Oh, I'm sure it's not just you. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. It's. I imagine you, uh, a lot of people wanted you not to have wanted for you not to learn that, and have. Maybe they didn't have to actively do things to stop you, but they probably would have. I mean, I can draw pretty well. But... Hmm. Yeah, that's similar. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Should I? Should I be able to? Uh, why not? Uh, and and he brings up, tries to look up some paper and starts like trying to show some ba <laughs> basic stuff about uh, right, uh, like mm -hmm. characters to write with. Cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can begin this slow process. Mm hmm. Cool. So, shifts end, you guys eventually all get up. It's a little weird because some of us have effectively gotten a yeah. magical long rest. Yeah, those and now who, we are those who resting. didn't get long rests are get one now. Um, yeah. So I assume that we are we will be leaving today. Then hmm. looks 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 around at the now much more empty room. <laughs> Because a lot of it is in the bag. Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm still looking to, at some point, try and figure out what the ring ring is about. But we can do that along the way. This room is like I. I can take a look if you want. I'm not an expert in this by any. Uh, he like digs it up. <laughs> He had yeah, actually placed it in his own pocket, I think, not in the bag. And I could, if, if it okay. goes badly, I can always try and help with that afterwards. But not today. Sorry. Cesarema takes a look at it, starts examining it. I think I remember reading something. In one of Ludness's books. I th the crystal is familiar. The crystal that's set in the stone spot is familiar. I think this ring allows you to speak mentally. Oh. Interesting. Who? Anyone. Anyone as in anyone, anyone, or anyone you see? I, th I mean, anyone you see, I believe. I'm not, like, I'm not an ex. like, I'm not an expert in this. So I'm mm. not, it's not my... Area of expertise by any stretch, and I just <laughs> saw it. Mm. That's curious thing for sure. But, I don't know if I'm interested in one myself, but kind of a nice way to. It's a good way to conceal some communication, I suppose. Drown looks at the rest of the group. I mean, if anybody's... Someone should have it. He holds it up. What? Sorry, I... <clears throat> what did you say that it did? I it's... Just... It's... It, 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 it's it's essentially a ring of telepathy, kind of. Right. You gain telepathy.
nobody else wants it, I perhaps it will be useful by a prize. If you're going to be sneaking off, maybe you should have it. Yes. It's also fair. Hmm. If nobody else is interested, that will perhaps I don't think um, I care for seeker, it. seeker to contact us while scouting ahead or something. Uh, you will know. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it wouldn't be right for me to take it. it. Someone else should have it. They'd be better off with it. Why wouldn't it be right for you to have it? Better for other people to have the things. Praise. Because Seekers developed a new noise. You know the thwomp noise? Zoray Mrs. Price, you know you can you can have things It's okay. Other people deserve it. We took this off a shelf where it's been sitting unused for who knows how long. Like, nobody has a greater claim to it than anyone else. Nods. I will take it. And okay. Step forward. Okay. Us. He hands it over. And you, and points towards prize. We will talk about this. If you one, when we're out of here. So, as you wish. Sorry. So it requires. <clears throat> But it is a, it is essentially a psi crystalline ring form. Okay. So it Let's grants pretend you. Pretend I don't know what that means. So you can find you you can search for it in the and, and add it to your character sheet in in in, oh, cool. in Dini Bound. But you get a range of telepathy equal that that is based on your intelligence score. Okay, not the best. With your effort, intelligence but... score, uh, it, 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 it. <laughs> with your intelligence score, you get telepathy out to thirty feet. Right, and it's not like it's not like uh uh. God damn it! I can't think of the race name now. Uh the the Eberron race. So uh, uh Kalistar. It's not like Kellister, where you focus on one person and you do it for their, and then you you can just. It is a form of communication that you have, right? And you can communicate telepathically with anybody that I believe it's anybody who speaks a language. Yep, they need to be able to, to share a language. You need to be able to understand at least one language. Doesn't mm. have to be a language you share. So if you 
only okay. speak common and they are they only speak infernal you guys can still telepathically speak um when you talk to them they can they can respond to the telepathic messages they can initiate it uh, so the Psy Crystal also grants a light radius? It Do I does. get that as well? Yes, you can turn that it... off if you want. You can purposely dim it. Cool. That is that is very good, because it's sneaky. But also, that I can turn it on, because I'm a human and have terrible eyes. Correct. <laughs> well, but you guys also do have a drift globe as well, too. Hmm. So yes, that is what that is. Also, it doesn't require... Uh, eyesight no only that the range that you are within range you have to know someone's there you can't just be like i'm reaching out to anybody that might hear you have to actually choose someone to 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 communicate with but yeah if somebody in front of you turns invisible you can still telepathically communicate with them as long and as you can't can stop continue me. if they walk behind a corner. And if you get smarter, that range will... By two, that range will increase to 60 feet. Yeah, that seems unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> find that... Find the manual of whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Requires um, attunement by a creature with intelligence score of three or higher. Oh, dodge that bullet. <laughs> Your intelligence is higher than three. It it certainly is. Well, it's not far off. A single certainly is a single digit number higher than three. You're um, not that far, that much lower than. I know, Cameron. I know. It's a nine. It's fine. No, no. I was saying oh, prize oh. is not that much lower than you. <laughs> Hold on. There was this. There yes, you were the potions. smart one of the group. Yes. Uh, this one makes you faster for a minute. It's actually it, the same thing as my spell does. But... But it's a potion. Uh, but, it does you, require but, but, but it's a potion. Yep. And this other potion makes you resist... Holy stuff. I don't know if any of any one of us actually has any particular vulnerability to that kind of magic, but we have potion against that now. I appreciate the way that Hakeem did not look pointedly <laughs> at Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Zerima also appreciates the idea that Hakeem did not look pointedly at her being the child of a <laughs> or the, 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 the bloodline of a betrayer goddess mm. or a servant of a betrayer the point is I mean if anyone feels like they want it, want to hold on to it. Zorim is like, I'm good. I am... That will actually do me no good. Isamar. Mm. Nods. 
says, uh, Potion of Speed might be useful for a couple people. I imagine, yes. I don't want to hold on to it. I don't really care. <laughs> Seeker, do you want it? Seems reasonable. Is, um, I guess out of character. Is Potion of Speed just gives haste or something? Yep, more or less. Haste? Cool, yeah, then Seeker should definitely take that. Yep, that hands it over to Seeker. Okay. I'll take that. Who tends to take the most holy damage? Because I don't think any um, of you are resistant to it. Or are vulnerable to it. Or vulnerable either. I don't well, think there's against. any race that has vulnerability to things. Hmm. Unless, unless, there's, unless there's more to Kyrus's thing than we know. No, no. Imagine it. There are some no. magic items or magic or effects that yes, do, sure. uh, do more more radiant damage to undead things, for example. Mm. But I'm not sure that matters here. Uh, that no. is a good question. They may have tweaked that recently. I'm gonna look. I think I Paladin think so, Smites yeah. Smite is one such example. Uh, do you count as undead? I never used to, and I'm still on the legacy if it has changed. Yeah. No, that's legit. I'm not assuming Carries is undead, but I was just mentioning uh, that there there are things other than vulnerability. You are still a humanoid. Woohoo! Hmm. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they actually changed the 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 lineages. I don't think they did. I know all the legacy stuff they changed was like basically everything else. <laughs> 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 like Asavar and Genasi and Goliath and Kenku and Orcs and yeah, almost in every case for the better. But even if it's a nerf, it's still for the better. Look, if we if we if we of all people have found an edge case in D and D, it would not be the first, and it wouldn't even be the first time it's happened. Nope. Uh, sorry, sorry, that's your email. Yes. Uh, would you be able to hold on to that um, diamond for me? Yes, of course. You could also hold on to it if you want. <sighs> that way, the reason that I say that is, and she looks over at Quaven, looks back and lowers her voice. I have an unfortunate tendency to get knocked unconscious, which would then make it hard for you to retrieve it. I mean, as long as I know where to stick my hand, it should be all good. <laughs> Hold on, I'm checking something. It does have the upside of if you happen to lose more than your consciousness, then the material is on you. 
Okay, she's neutral good. She's not chaotic good. She's not gonna hide it in random places just to make you re- make you, just to <laughs> just to confuse you. Um, <laughs> haha, pranks with revivify spell. <laughs> but have you checked your butthole? <laughs> craft a craft a crystal to look like diamond and <laughs> make fakes. Oh. <sighs> Why is my brain like this? It just invent a butt plug of holding. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel better now. Hmm. Now I that you got I, now that you got that out. God damn it! Garvis <laughs> I missed Why? that. Why? Why would you do that? Oh, well, Better out than in anyway. God, stop. Okay. Uh, so as you guys $2 a month. the fucking <laughs> cavern to return onto your road to Jorhas. I legitimately forgot the name. That's how hard <laughs> I was cringing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're gonna end it for this week. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello. Goodbye. <laughs>